Art of the Assistant. Brought to you from the hills of almost heaven, West Virginia. A podcast created to encourage and assist those who are sitting in the second chair of their ministries and organizations. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us here on the Art of the Assistant. This is Dan Vaughn and uh, I'm sitting here with uh, Treg Spicer. and We're excited to get into uh, the podcast today and talking about the art of poverty. Did we take a vow of poverty when we became an assistant? And uh, Treg, you were sharing a a story that I think would really set it up well uh, for us today. Yes, I love telling stories. So um, the the sitch scenario might be kind of true, but the actors are not. As, as you guys approach this coming year, you know, it's now it's time for the dreaded business meeting, it's time for the financial committee meeting, it's time for the elders to get together and talk about finances or the deacons, whatever your case may be. And man, sometimes those can be very um, trying meetings when we're talking about the area of money. And depending on your situation and where you find yourselves, it could be different. But many times you guys are... As an assistant pastor, you feel like you've taken a vow of poverty, yeah. and you're you're walking into these meetings, and you're just praying that God will lay on the hearts of the men and the deacons or the church or the 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 elders to give you a little extra, just just a little bit more on your paycheck, a little bit to help. They have to see you're struggling. I mean, after all, um, your car's falling apart at the seams. <laughs> right. Um, you know, you just had another child this year. Things aren't getting any cheaper. Cost of living's not getting any cheaper. And and you know, this will be the year. And, and before you leave for the meeting, your wife sits down with you and says, listen, you know, Jim, I need you more than anything to bring this up. You know we can't make it. Our budget's not going to make it. Please just talk to them and see if they can help us in somehow, some way. And so you're sitting in the meeting. You're going through everything. And now, finally, the subject of salaries comes up. You know, you've got a lump in your throat. Your stomach's sick. You're scared to death to say something, but, but, but you know you need to. And the question arises, should we hand out raises this year? And as that question comes up, you sit in silence. You know, granted, you're making the same now as you were five years ago, three kids ago, but, you know, who's counting anyway? You know, surely the board will see that I need this raise. They've they've got to see that. And then old Bill steps in and says, you know, Pastor, before we go into that subject, I want to talk about vehicles. You know, your car is getting a little old. After all, you've had it for two years now. Um, It's got 50,000 miles on it. Before we talk salaries, I think we need to look at purchasing you a new car. And you can't believe what you're hearing. I mean, you know what your car looks like out there, and the pastor's going to get a new car for real? I mean, come on, look look where I am. And so this conversation goes on for a little bit, and they say, well, the pastor says, well, let's just get back to salaries, and and then we'll go from there. And so the, the subject of salaries comes back up, and they're talking about it, and the pastor says, you know, men, I don't think it's right for us to take a raise this year. We've just come out of COVID. We don't know what's coming in 2021. We have no idea what yeah. our economy is going to do. Right. I think we better just hold off on this whole subject of raises and just keep everybody where they are. Mm-hmm. Now, Bill, let's talk about what car you want to get. Me, you know, <laughs> and, and, and that, that sounds crazy, but I think if you're listening as an assistant, you know that I'm not too far off right, yeah. from the truth with some of that. And it's almost like guys in that assistant pastor position that we have taken a vow of poverty. And I looked up a vow of poverty to see 
how the Catholic Church does it and what's, what's said about that. And it was amazing what I found, but, but one Jesuit father, his name was James Bretsky, he's out of Cleveland. He says this about living within the realms of his vow to poverty. He said, poverty is meant to mortify us. Hmm. That was the Catholic Church's, the Jesuit priest, take on poverty. Yeah. And yeah. it's meant to mortify us, he says, but when you take it into our church settings and you talk to our pastors or our board or even right. our churches, they say, well, well, you know, I know you're struggling financially and we could help you, but we don't want to rob you from the blessing of right. God providing. Yeah. So it's, we'd rather have you suffer in poverty, struggle through your whole ministry here in order for God to provide when you have the means to do it. You know, what's the story? God says, you know, the guy was stranded on the roof when right. the, the, yeah. the flood came. You know, I sent a helicopter, I sent a boat, I sent, I sent a rope, and, you right. know, I sent everything you need. And God's saying, listen, church, I'm sending everything you need to help. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? And, and yeah. I, I, might, I might sound, um, I don't know, a little cruel when I'm saying that, but I found myself there. Sure. You probably have too, Dan. Yeah. What do we do? How do we find ourselves in that position? Well, I, I think every church's situation is a little bit different. You have, um, I, I can think in, in my past, there have been churches that I've served under that had the financial capability to support the staff well. Mm -hmm. And then I think about even where we are now, a church plant just seven years in, um, in a uh, kind of a, a, a rural um, setting. Right. And, you know, there are times, I know as, as the pastor and now having an assistant, there are times when I'm looking at, at the books going, ooh, <laughs> yeah, right. we, we need yeah. a good offering, you know. Yeah. And so I, I think knowing that going into it, what setting you're in is important, but knowing going into the position. I can remember being in Bible college, and we were talking about this, and, um, you know, almost a, as a bragging right, well, I've never taken a position knowing what I was going to make. Right, know? yeah, I remember that, e even in college. You know, even guys coming in saying, you know, when you go into a ministry, don't you dare ask about salary. Right. God will take care of you. Right. Where God guides, he'll provide. Right. And you know what? That's true. That's very true. Uh, but at the same time, God gives us um, a brain, he gives us, uh, I, I, that sounded, that sounded bad. I, should, I probably shouldn't have said that, but he, he does give us some discernment. Right. So as we're sitting in, and you want to know every aspect of the job, you want to know the, the leadership style, whether we can work together, if this is a good fit. And part of that whole package is, am I going to be able to support my family right. on this? And so in, in our case, you either need to, um, you, you either need to, um, have that conversation going into the position to where you know, uh, and, and maybe it's still God's will for you to be there, but right. at least you walk into it eyes wide open. Yeah. And most of us have had that mentality going into, well, I've got this opportunity. It's going to be great. Right. Uh, you know, I've got to work that out. Yeah. And by the way, he has. I yeah, mean, he absolutely. has worked that out. Absolutely. Uh, but it is a, a point of um, contention at times. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's something that a lot of assistants are bitter about mm -hmm. and don't know how to express that. Now they're years into that position thinking, this is just a start. 
Well, every starting salary, every job has a a benchmark that you work towards. Right. In, in the secular world, mm-hmm. you know, after 90 days, you get this much more in the hour, yeah. or you have this evaluation. Yeah. And so to, to work in that constant mode mm-hmm. uh, without any glimmer of hope of, you know, this is this is me coming out of that mm-hmm. mode, you know, how... It's no wonder that people look at, at the assistant as a stepping stone because even from a financial perspective, they don't feel like they can make it unless yeah. they're the senior pastor. Man, that's really good, and I think that is the truth. And, and, and like you said, looking at our budget, then there's only so far we can go with certain positions. Right. You know, um, from administrative pastor to a youth pastor, I sat down with my youth pastor and said, listen, um, I know you've only been here a couple years, but I've probably got you about as high as I can go salary wise right. rather than maybe that 2% increase you know right. as we go um, just because we're we're about maxed out he does a great job he's worth that yeah. but you can only go so high yeah. in that position right and that's nice to have that kind of uh, clarity of knowing where you are in the yeah. situation how how would you suggest uh, someone who is coming into a position and maybe you have that whole interview process. Right. Salary's not been brought up yeah. once. Yeah. Um, you know how do you, how do you bring that up without sounding, you know, I know uh, prideful my, or whatever. Yeah. In my first position, obviously, I just went right in, right out of college. I was working part time at the church, part time. Um, I went in, then I got married, went full time, and it was just kind of here's what your salary is going to be. Mm-hmm. Then when I um, went to North Carolina, the pastor just said, "Here's what I'm going to pay you." And it was, it was an increase. I mean, it was great. Yeah. Then I went to West Virginia and went to faith and as an assistant to start off with, and they said, here's your pay well, it was even a, a greater increase. Mm. But as I was talking to the former assistant, as he was going out to, to take a church, he said, how do you plan on affording to live here with your children on what you're making? Mm. I'm like, well, man, I'm getting an increase in salary coming here. I don't know what you're talking about, but what he was talking about was, in North Carolina, they paid my taxes. Huh. They, they, they had me as a school teacher right. as more of a, than a pastor, so they paid that part of my Social Security. Okay. So then when I got did my taxes right. here after my first year, I, yeah. I was in big trouble. Yeah. So I didn't get a ten thousand dollar right. raise in pay. You, I lost six thousand. Right. You, you I were thankful right for questions. young children. Yes, yes, they <laughs> saved me. You know, I told my wife, "Baby, we better have a couple more." <laughs> but you know, the problem with me was I didn't ask the right questions. Right. right. So it wasn't. I didn't ask the questions about taxes. How much is withheld? What? What? Do, what do you guys do? I just looked at the number and said, "Oh, that's great." Yeah. What does he mean? How could you not afford to live on that? Then I quickly found out. Yeah. Um, we dealt with it. We made it work. What sure. he did before me is he got a job. Yeah. You know, he had a day off a week and he went out and worked at the hospital, you know, one day a week to help make ends meet. Right. Um, so there, that's what he did that we made it through those two, those two years at that. Um, again, four kids helps. Yeah. But I think you, you have to, um, you have to ask that question. I mean, how are we being good stewards of what God has given us, i.e. my wife and my children, mm-hmm. if I'm stepping into a ministry without even asking them, are right. they going to pay me enough to support my family? Yeah. But let's say, Dan, um, we have that question, but let's say somebody says, hey, I want to come work with you. Okay, yeah. I know you have this assistant pastor position open. I want to come. I, I have a heart for this part of West Virginia. I have a heart for church planning. I want to be with you. Um, how much are you going to pay? And you'll be like, well, this is the only thing I can give. <laughs> you know, what, what do you tell someone like that in that position? Well, 
I, I think obviously there's a spiritual component in it all. You, you, you have to take it to the Lord. You have to pray yeah. about it. And if God gives you peace, you take peace over the salary package every time. Yeah. Um, you know, we have the, uh, the sayings of where God guides, he provides, uh, the ministries about the outcome, not the income, you know, right, those, right. those type of yeah, things. Yeah. Um, and, and perhaps we take that too far. Yeah. Um, however, uh, there is an aspect of, is this where God wants me? Mm-hmm. And if it is, then there's, there's not anything else that's going to come about that, um, that it's going to get in the way of that. God will provide. He, yeah. he, he will, um, you know, work things out. Uh, however, I, I think it's important going into uh, a position that you just go into it eyes wide open. Yeah. Because you may be starstruck with, um, yeah, I'm, I'm getting into the ministry, I'm, I'm going to be doing this, I'm working with great people, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, six, eight, a year, you know, 18 months, whatever, right. down the road, it's like, man... I thought this would get better. I, yeah. I thought that, you know, this was just a temporary thing. And then if you're in that position, you you have a little bit of a difficulty there because how do you bring that up? You mm-hmm. know, how, how do you talk about that and, and have right. an honest uh, right. conversation about that? And it needs yeah. to be had. Yeah, it does need to be had. I remember sitting in my, um, in my office and the pastor coming in, I said, Hey, do you got a second? He's like, sure. And I said, listen, I, and I did this. I took my finances and my budget and we were not living, you know, beyond our means by any means or stretch of the imagination. We believed in Dave Ramsey and we were living according to Dave Ramsey. Um, I said, we, we just aren't making it pastor. We need help. And, you know, financially we're, we're broke and we're struggling. And his response to me was, you know, in the position that you're in right now, it's amazing if you just step back and watch God provide. Right. And he said, God did it for me when I was in your position, and he'll do it for you. Now, God did. I mean, even to the point where somebody gave us a piano, and we were praying for a piano bench because we couldn't even afford a piano bench, you know. Right. And my wife goes to a yard sale, and she's like, oh, that piano bench matches our piano. And the lady's like, we can just have it. Well, God provided, you know, in that way. But at the same time, man, the, the, the struggles I had right. watching, you know, the church financially just prosper mm-hmm. while I was in poverty right. was tough. Yeah. It, it really does depend on where you are, too. And we, we talked about this. You know, you, uh, in, in our general area, you are in uh, a, a town that... Um, it, you have the university, you have the hospitals. Right. You you have people there that there's better um, economic opportunity. Yes. And I, I'm not in, in a town yeah. that's like that. Right. In fact, you know, uh, we we were a, a factory town that uh, over the years, you know, the population is declining over mm-hmm. the years. The the good jobs you have to go away to get, yeah. and so um, we're, we're we're not in, in that kind of situation, and. You know, God's put you in a, in a different context mm-hmm. than he's put me. Both of us need an assistant. Yeah. And does that mean you get the best one and I get, you know, <laughs> the second tier? Well, I don't think so. I, yeah. I think that God puts it in the heart of some people. And, yeah. and if you know going into it, I think it's very important to bring the assistant in the loop of here's where we are. Yeah. And for the pastor or the assistant pastor, mm-hmm. um, realizing where your people are living right and not living above, above the means the, yeah the means and that happens you know that happens in morgantown because you do come into morgantown where we are 
and you see that. You see the cars. Yeah. You know, we have a, a lot of professors and things like that. You see the homes. You're like, wow, I want to be there. And very quickly, you can find yourself in big trouble. Yeah. Because you don't have the capital to do it. So you got to go to Capital One to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 uh-oh, now I'm in trouble. Right, right. You know, Well, I remember that. through Bible college, you know, buying groceries, paying bills on a credit card, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And yeah. you, did, you did what you had to yeah. do and, and all of that. I, uh, I remember uh, when we started the church here, and I remember the day when I drew my last paycheck as an assistant pastor. Wow. And uh, trying to have the conversation with our men at the time to go, okay, now how's this yeah. going to work? Yeah. We did things a little bit different when we started. We, uh, we had all the support that was coming in to come into the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons for that is I wanted the church to get in the habit of, of paying the pastor from yeah. day one yeah. rather than having to have many conversations of, right. hey, the support's dwindling. Yeah. Yeah, and, and So there wasn't a transition in yeah. that. But I remember, hey, we need to meet just for a second. Guys, I just want to let you know. I, I drew my last paycheck, you know, yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from as great. an assistant, yeah. and we kind of need to figure out, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we can do. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I had an idea, um, and I mentioned it. We didn't actually uh, go that route, but um, I said we can just – there was, you know, 10 or 12 guys in, in the room, and I said we can all just put down what your income is yeah. and uh, anonymously put it in a hat and then average that and whatever the median go. income yeah. is, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. okay with that. Because, yeah. uh, again, we don't want to live above right. the means. Right. Uh, so I think that we have to be smart in, uh, in establishing that salary altogether. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. Yeah. I think what we're saying here is, guys, if you're listening and you're like, oh, give me an answer, the answer would be honest communication. Right. Now, if you have the honest communication and you're not getting the answer you want, you're getting God will provide it'll be okay. Just trust the Lord. We will address that in the next podcast. Okay. What are some things that you can do? Um, but what one thing too, before we go into what Dan said, I want to encourage you, please don't let bitterness build if you find yourself there. Yeah. I've talked to a a lot of assistants that on their way out have made comments like the next guy you bring in here, pay him a respectable salary. Yeah. You know, what that says is, you know what? I, I'm not leaving on good terms. Mm a major part of why I'm leaving is because I can't feed my family. And you have to have that, you know, that conversation. And I I remember going into uh, my boss who we rented off of at at the time. This was in a a secular environment. And I, I said, listen, I, I need, I'd like to talk to you about a raise. I was nervous. You know, Jeffrey, who was now 16 was, was just a baby. I was going through college and, um, Holly was uh, was babysitting, and and the mom left the workplace to come home. So we just lost oh, a wow. lot, you know. Yeah. And he said, "Well, what did you have in mind?" And I said, "Well, when I was working at, you know, mm-hmm. fill in the blank, I made this much." Mm-hmm. And he said, "Okay," just kind of shook his head. And so um, I got called in the office a few days later, and and he said, uh, "Well." Here's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to, and adjusted my pay a little bit, actually dropped my rent a, a little bit. Okay. And, and, but one thing that he said that always stuck out to me, uh, we were getting ready to leave, and he said, Dan, if you want a raise, if you need a raise, then just say what you need. 
Hmm. Don't don't compare it yeah. to what you had before or to what uh, you'd like to have. That was that was actually an offense to him to say. Well, when I was here, wow, I made this that's much, really good. and I thought, wow, I, hmm. I never thought of it that way. But if you walk into a pastor's office and say, well, pastor so and so paid me this. You know, what you're saying to him right. is, well, Pastor so-and-so is better than right, you are. You know, right. if you were as good as he was, you know. Yeah. So just state the need. Mm-hmm. And I like what you said. Show them the budget. You yeah. know, show, show them yeah. uh, uh, yeah. This, is, this is what's going on. And yeah. be straightforward. Yeah. Uh, but also understand the condition of the church. If, if the church has it and is, is not willing to give, that's one thing. Right. But you may be in a situation where the church is skimping by and, and yeah. you're going, I can't make it on this. And, and their response is, oh, we can't give that. We're yeah. not able to. Yeah. I remember looking, I'll share this. And um, I remember looking at um, a, I think it was off the uh, Southern Baptist website where they had um, your church income, um, how many people were in attendance and kind of the, it averaged everything out yeah. and it give you what mm-hmm. the average, you know, scale yeah. was. I remember looking on that going, you know what? I'm not doing as bad as what I maybe thought I was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So you, you really have to, uh, to have your ducks in a row before you have that conversation. Right. No, that's, that's exactly right. And, and I think you, you look at that, you prayerfully consider that. And then if you do in the church, you know, the church is maxed out and you're not making it. You know, we talk about God, but God opened the door for me to come here. Is God a Walmart greeter? You know what I mean? We talk about God being the God of open doors and closed doors, but we take that out of revelation. I'm not, I say it all the time, and I'm not even sure contextually if that's even correct. Right. You know, because God does give us brains. Right. He, he does, you know. So right. so God, we're not making it here. Is there, Do you want us somewhere else? Yeah. You yeah. know, maybe it's time for us to move on. We love the people here. We we love the ministry here. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is, you know, this is this is a position for a guy that you know is in a different position than I am. Right. Or you know, maybe um, you sit down with the church and say, Hey, I just need a day or two, or a couple afternoons a week, three afternoons a week. I want to be here. God wants me here. I need to find another source of income. Yeah. Yeah, and do something and, like that, and that's really what we want to explore here in the next podcast yeah. is maybe some creative ways for uh, for you to gain some income, right? But still be full time and not kill yourself, right. You know, in the ministry as but well. But let's say let's before we jump into that conversation, let's have the hard conversation now, Dan, and say, man, I, I'm so busy in ministry and I got so much going on. I don't know how I would take on another job. Um, why don't, if I could just go down and apply for welfare or <laughs> just, you know, get those food stamps. And, you know, I, I see people in our church who they get four gallons of milk a day and right. I'm barely skimping by trying to get milk for my kids. You know, we're buying skim and skimming it right. <laughs> because we can't make ends meet and they're getting whole milk, you yeah. know. Um, is it wrong for for an assistant pastor to go down and stand in line at the DHHR to apply for WIC. Of course, now we can do it online right. or welfare. Well, I believe that um, the, the biblical model is uh, for family to go to family. If there's a financial need there, mm-hmm. I, I think that family ought to uh, be the first to address that. The second would be the church. So if... If it's a one-time need, then family, church, before we would go uh, to to something else. However, 
the context of the church. I would go back to that. Right. Does the church, is it in a financial position to provide that for you? Mm-hmm. And if it is and is not, then I think it's wrong. Not on the assistant part. I think it's wrong on the church part uh, to, to force you know, the, the assistant yeah. to go and, and to sign up for government assistance when they are capable of providing for, yeah. for those needs. Now, is it wrong for the assistant to do that? Honestly, I think that's a personal choice yeah. that you have to work through. And, you know, we've been in times in, in life through pregnancy, insurance matters, things like that, uh, where we have. And I, uh, I don't, you know, I'm not proud of that. It's it's nothing that I'm like wow look at look at the <laughs> look at the government check I got today you know <clears throat> you didn't send thank you cards to no, the taxpayers in your church no <laughs> no I, I didn't um, however you know that that really should be the church's responsibility yeah. if they're able to do it and so I, I I go back to you mentioned before just transparent honest communication between you and your pastor mm-hmm. and. Uh, that's where it starts. And if you're not getting, you know, transparent answers back and you're getting the cliche answers back and yeah. you keep pushing and, and, and that's what you're receiving back, then oh, maybe it's time to, to pray uh, yeah. about something else. Yeah, I, I would definitely, definitely agree with that. I think looking back on where I was, I, I don't in different places or, or even talking to men in different positions. You know, I remember getting a phone call from a friend who is assistant pastor saying, I just... Um, bought my first load of groceries, you know, using my, my, yeah. my food stamps. He's like, it was just a, a very unique experience. And I'm very broken that I'm here yeah. right now and in right. this position. And, and so that's where he was. And so what's, what is the answer? If no one is willing to come up and, and family can't help and the church can't help. And I'm, I have to go to the government, the Lord's providing, but he's provided through this. Yeah. Maybe it is time to have that yeah. that time to pray. Yeah, and do do everything that you can do. Yeah. You know, get out of debt. If, yeah. if if the reason you can't make it is because you've got the latest of everything charged right. on a credit card, that's not the church's fault. Right. It's your fault. Right. You know? And and there is, you know, like I said, even with my youth pastor, I think he's doing okay, and he teaches in the school. We pay him extra for that. He's doing a lot better than I ever did at his age, but that's not my comparison. Right. Not at all. Right. And But there's still even ways for him to make more money. Yeah. And, and there's even ways that I can, where I am, go out and, and earn some extra income. And so if you're listening, you're like, hey, I want to make that money. I want to know how I can supplement. I just don't know where to go. In our next episode, we're going to talk about how you can be more entrepreneur and be an entrepreneur, I guess is the right. way to say it, and find ways to bring in that income um, other than you know what we've talked about thus far. Yeah. That'll be great. Looking forward to it. Awesome. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining in the Art of the Assistant. I hope this helps and been an encouragement to you. Just hold on. God provides, and it's exciting to see him do that. But, again, sometimes God does give us common sense to use. And we hope that this um, episode has been an encouragement to you, and we know the next one will be as well.